Well, welcome everybody to this month's drop-in discussion. Uh, our theme this month is hospitality, which as we will all be aware is one of the foundational values for Youth With A Mission. And the drop-in discussion is um, part of our kind of rolling fixtures for every month. Um, the discussion happens in the third week of the month and we talk together about the resources that have been posted onto the European Leaders Learning Community website. Um, so perhaps you have caught us before discussing our themes. I'm very glad that you could join us this month to talk about hospitality. And I'm here with three wonderful people who in their own unique way um, express something of hospitality and teach us something about hospitality. And they are here to help me think about some of the resources that have been on the website this month. So we have Rita Pretorius, we have Dick Brower, we have Ivy Steele, and thank you each one of you for making time to be with us and for sharing your perspectives. I wonder if I could just give you each a minute to say hello to the people who will watch this recording and introduce yourselves. Perhaps we'll start with you, Rita. Hi, um, my name is Rita Pretorius. I am South African, a long-term YWAMer, and I am working in YWAM Harpenden. My passion is hospitality, so I have been doing it for many years. I've been doing hospitality seminars around the world. Um, and whenever I can speak on hospitality, I will get on my soapbox and do that. <laughs> so, yeah, I just finished the hospitality seminar, which mm -hmm. was amazing with about seven different cultures in the room, which was very good. Mm -hmm. Y-Rammers and non-Y-Rammers. Mm. Well, that's <laughs> wonderful, Rita. Welcome, it's good to have you with us today. Mm. And Dick, would you just introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Miranda. Um, yeah, Dick Brouwer. I also am in YWAM already for a few years, 31 or so by now. Um, I've always been based in the Netherlands and married, have four children, which one just married last Saturday. Um, yeah, mostly operating in leadership roles. Um, was base leader at Heidelberg, national leader, and now I'm Europe leader. Um, leading an LTS and part of RescueNet, so different things, so always kind of leadership roles. Mm -hmm. um, but hospitality indeed has also really gripped me already a number of years ago. And, and I consider myself a host leader and that's that's completely mm -hmm. the way I'm, I'm leading, convening, hosting, meetings and all of it. So uh, yeah, so I love this topic and I'm very glad to uh, join this uh, discussion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. It's good to have you with us. Ivy, how about you? Well, thank you so much for uh, inviting me to join this discussion. My name is Ivy Steele, and I'm also based in Harpenden with Rita. So I have the privilege to learn from her on a regular basis. And, um, and that really is a privilege and an honor to have her here on our campus. Um, I one of my primary roles on the campus is to work with our events team. And so inviting people to the campus on a regular basis is is part of my job description. And so hospitality is one of those things that I definitely have felt um, like I've grown into over the last several years. Uh, and it's a topic incredibly dear to my heart um, and incredibly dear to my family. And as we grow our family and as we, you know, um, yeah, are just part of this community, how do we do hospitality as a lifestyle, as a way of life and not just a job, right? Like that's, that's what's that's what my um, motivation is in learning about these things. So um, I'm excited for this conversation. I really am. And uh, yeah, it's a it's an honor to be here. Great. Well, it's really good to have you with us. Mm. And finally, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Miranda and I'm in Spain. I have had the privilege of working with Rita in the context of leadership development courses. Mm. Um, and um, Dick and I have intersected in different contexts. And this is the, the first time that I'm having a, a longer conversation with Ivy, so I'm excited about mm -hmm. that. Um, and 
I wonder if we could jump in. There's, there was a couple speaking for our leadership lounge this month who are also in Spain. So why don't we just stay mm -hmm. with the Spanish contingent for a moment? That was Alfonso and Debbie. Mm -hmm. And um, they are part of hosting people who take part in the Camino de Santiago. So they, they host pilgrims. Um, and that's a very particular kind of hospitality because they, they may have people with them just for one night um, and then they send them on their way. So they were sharing on that video, for those of you who had the chance to see it, um, about what hospitality looks like in their context. And Alfonso said something that really struck me. You guys can tell me what you think of it. He said that hospitality is somehow connected to making someone feel like they belong before they belong mm. until they belong mm. um, and this element of belonging really seemed very significant to him in the way he described hospitality and so I wonder what you guys would have to say about the the significance of making a space where people feel they belong when it comes to hospitality who'd like to jump in and comment on that one I'll, Rita, I'll go to you first. You're you're on the, you're on the top of my screen. So, okay. how would you connect belonging and hospitality, Rita? You know, I I, I do want to bring that back to what also Carl said. The whole thing of um, of people um, of people's love language. Mm. We don't always know what what it is. But I, I think the whole thing of giving them attention, to look them in the eye, to, to be present, I think it's so important with any guest to, to be present. Um, and it's not that, oh, this is another guest and I'll quickly deal with them. And, but to know you're there for them. And... Um, and the big thing is to listen. Uh -huh. I think we need to learn to listen more and listen well because we we learn so much from people, uh -huh. and through that they can belong because uh -huh. they have somebody to listen to them. That's yeah, right. that's yeah. what I find so often that it's not about me; it's about the guest, uh -huh. and that's when, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, so Rita there is referring to Carl Tinian's mm. um, little video talk, yeah. which was on contextualized yeah. hospitality and how we how we come alongside people who are from different cultures and maybe have different different things that they value and love, mm. um, and how we demonstrate um, space making for them, hospitality for them. Mm. Um, Dick, would you add anything about? this idea of belonging? Mm. Well, I think there's nothing that can substitute uh, good interpersonal relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, people are created with such a longing to yeah. connect and to fellowship and to have communion yeah. with other human beings. And, and I think, um, you know, this regardless of religion and all of it, yeah. education, but in our humanity, there is already there is so much we can identify in in each other. Yeah. And, and I, th I think it was beautiful to, to hear to hear them sharing about, you know, their, you know, that statement was really interesting. It, that, it made me actually actually think of a, of, uh, of a singer I once heard in, in Ireland who had something, some lyrics in his song that said, like, if you walk into a room with strangers, don't consider them strangers, but they are your friends you just have never met before. <laughs> and it's like, you know, how are we looking at people we meet? Whether it is indeed receiving guests in our homes or even you know, meeting people in the street, what, what kind of heart do we have? How open are we to really connecting? And, and I think a sense of belonging is so rich and that can only be given like Rita already said if you have a, like focused attention if you have a listening ear if we see the person if we acknowledge their very existence you know I think that, that really people are craving for that kind of uh, relational connection so I think yeah. it's, it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, listening to both of you, it makes me think of the necessity that there is for us to slow down. It mm. seems as though in order to offer this kind of presence, yeah. in order to create a space where people feel heard and listened to, we, we have to slow down. I don't know, Ivy, what your experience mm. with that has been, because it's not always easy, is it, in our very <laughs> driven and active communities to slow down? Yeah, I think it was, I, as, as the other two were talking, Debbie, I think in that video shared how hospitality is also having two ears to heaven mm-hmm. and listening to the Lord, right? And to, mm-hmm. to what the Lord would have you, who would the Lord have you invite in, who is, who is needing that belonging? Mm. And that also challenges me to slow down and actually listen to the Lord. <laughs> like actually like, okay, Lord, you are in this, you are showing hospitality all the time. What are you saying? Who are you calling me to in this moment? Um, And so, yeah, it it takes that slowing down, which is, I mean, I'm incredibly guilty of just rushing through all the time, rushing through every day. Um, That really challenged me. The two ears to heaven um, is such a vital part of hospitality as we looked around to who needs belonging, who needs that reaching out and pulling in. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that because when mm. I heard Debbie say that, um, yeah. she she talked about this two ears to, you know, both ears listening to God as well as listening to the person. Mm. Um, and that's something that we talk a lot about in spiritual direction. So one of the things that mm. I do as part of my ministry is offer spiritual direction or spiritual companionship to people. Um, and we talk about hospitality of heart and, mm. and what it means to create a space where people feel as though mm. they can come just the way they are. They can, mm. they can talk about life just the way they're experiencing it. Um, and again, it does connect to this idea of belonging. Mm. So I wonder what we would say about, I mean, that's, that's obviously in that context, it has nothing to, hospitality has nothing to do with um, a meal or food, which is our most common expression mm. of hospitality or the thing we most easily think about. Mm. I wonder what we would say about this idea of a posture of heart that Mm. is quite different from the act, whatever activity we then go on Mm. to do, which would be part of expressing that heart Mm. to people um, with or without the food. Um, Rita, I imagine you have quite a bit to say about this. (laughs) I was, the thought that came to me is before we can make room at our table, we need to make room in our hearts. Mm And, and because that will make it much easier for people to feel at home and to feel um, that they belong. Mm-hmm. I, I think the big emphasis for me lately is what is going on in our hearts. Because mm-hmm. the more secure I am, the more I deal with the issues in my heart. If I keep mm-hmm. looking at my heart, why am I not hospitable? What's growing in my heart? What has other people planted there that doesn't belong there? Mm-hmm. And um, and for me, over the years, the more I look at my own heart, the easier it is. Mm-hmm. I feel at home with my guests mm-hmm. because my guests will come, but if I'm not at home and mm-hmm. comfortable because of issues in my own life that I haven't dealt with, then yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think I think it is because I my prayer is constantly that the Lord will enlarge my heart mm-hmm. because we can disclose that we might have a, a disappointment or we have guests that that was not very nice but we need to forgive because I always say Miranda if you come and visit me and you're this terrible guest if I don't forgive you I will punish Dick if he comes and visits. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, so it's, um, yeah, our heart issues are so, so, so important. Mm-hmm. Of course, we need to have Jesus in our heart, first of all. And I love what, what Ivy said, you know, the whole thing about hearing the Lord at all times. Even if we have an empty guest house, and it's not time for the guests to come and visit us. We would need to be able to say no, because the Lord has another plan for the guests too. Mm. So, 
I will try to be a good guest when I visit you. You, you are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just um, I so appreciate Rita what you're saying uh, about the mm -hmm. heart, and I was reminded of the person that that was very helpful to me in learning more on this whole thing of hus hospitality. This is Jan Gunnarsson. He's a Swedish guy, and he developed this concept of hostmanship. You know, hospitality craftsmanship, okay. and he created the statement of hospitality: the art of making people feel welcome. He is saying before you can welcome others, you need to be able to welcome yourself. Yes. He says it in a beautiful way. And I think there's so much there that if we indeed rest in who we are and we do this yes. with, with God, uh, with understanding yes. our strengths and weaknesses, our, our vulnerabilities, if we just accept that and welcome ourselves, I think we, we are able to welcome others. Also yes. with their imperfections and, 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 and have a presence, you know, instead of, you know, being on to the next thing this has to do with slowing down of course yeah. and my wife had to remind me often in the beginning of a marriage you know be there where you are you know <laughs> instead of in the next in the next meeting or in the next place and and i think there's so much value in 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 presence yeah. and being present and available uh, giving uh, loving you know yeah. embrace yeah so but welcoming yourself i think is also very important yeah. because broken people you know it's hard for them to really give of themselves to others yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's, it's so great listening to you guys um just the the emphasis that's naturally coming on our own process of mm -hmm. formation with the lord our own process of change and how that's entirely connected to how we're able to be with other people and it makes me think you know being the host requires some of this inner work, right? You know, we our buttons get pressed. We're invited mm. to be servants. Mm. Um, all of these things where there's an opportunity for the spirit to be working with us. And also, I think, being the guest, receiving hospitality and, you know, especially in different cultures, maybe in ways that we wouldn't choose to receive hospitality. I don't know. Has anybody got any comments about this, this idea of, of hospitality as a, a context for change, whether you're the guest or the host? Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking, this is just a comment that somebody told said one time, it says, to have patience with your guests because they will leave. They're not staying with you. If <laughs> <laughs> you have difficult speakers, they will leave after a week and, and they go home. Um, but yeah, sometimes when um, when our guests come up with things that doesn't go with what we've planned, you know, we will we will have to have a mind shift and a heart shift. Mm -hmm. And somebody told me, told me a long time ago, one of the best things to do is to just go and stand at the window and breathe in and breathe out and then mm -hmm. go and face them because mm -hmm. that really helps me sometimes. I go, Lord, I don't know what to do, what to say. Uh, I don't like what I see or this culture is a bit different from mine. But how can I serve? How can mm. I bless? I think if we come from a standpoint of, I, I do want to bless. Mm. Because hospitality is giving with no hope of return. Mm. So we give hospitality and we're not expecting anything back. And, and yeah, that, that goes for so many different things. Um, but we... We had a wonderful afternoon with the hospitality seminar, just talking about cross-cultural hospitality and the misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. So we do need to do our homework a little bit too and mm -hmm. ask questions and invite people's comments too. Mm -hmm. I'm just reminded, <laughs> talking about cross-cultural, you know, on DTS outreach, 
you might go to somewhere where you don't you're not used to the food you don't like the food and we as staff we're always like no you're just gonna eat it and you're just gonna be thankful and you're going to bless the hosts and this is what we're about this is what we you know so I how that how as a host it's called to bless like Rita's saying um but I think as a guest as well and that that's a challenge sometimes when it's especially when it's cross-cultural um Carl talked about the love languages I think Rita also brought mm -hmm. that up already but you know sometimes we are loved in a way that we don't it doesn't come naturally to us I think that's also as a guest we're sometimes welcomed or we're sometimes treated in a way that we're not quite comfortable with but um to to continue in that heart of thanksgiving and blessing just as you would if you were the host and it was different I think is incredibly challenging and incredibly you know it's a it's a it's an area for growth for most of us yeah. I think um yeah. Yeah. I'm also thinking of all the times I've received hospitality in different parts of the world and been just so humbled because, mm. oh my goodness, these people are giving me the last blanket because yeah. it's cold or they're giving me the last chicken or, and, and I wonder how formative or formational, even receiving extravagance extravagant mm. generosity yeah. can be for us and and the way that god uses that in us to show us his heart for us mm. um so yeah i wonder if there's even more that we might drill drill down into in terms of the ways in which being a guest is is formational as well as being a host I think in the article I read from the, you might be um, like receiving angels or what's mm -hmm. the title from Reed. Uh, there, there's, I think, one quote at some point where she says, we all enjoy God's hospitality um, in, in the way we relate uh, to him and he receives us. And so, mm -hmm. so, so I think it even comes down to the essence of, of knowing uh, ourselves as a, a beloved uh, son or daughter of God. And, um, and again, resting, resting in that also his, his sometimes extravagant love to us, um, his agape love, you know, undeserved, uh, but gracious, you know, kind of mm. compassionate love. And I think that's the way we, we probably want to approach our, our mm. guests. Mm. Um, where, where we, when we talk about the cross-cultural, and of course, I listened carefully also to Carl's. I love Carl and always the way he teaches and, and he's so practical and with images. And um, so I, I really believe in, in contextualizing where, where we can, where we have an understanding and yet at the same time, and again, this might be my personal conviction, I, I believe that it's not uh, at the end of the day a set of tricks, but it's really a, an art of, of and a, maybe more a people skill. Yeah. Really trying to, really trying to, to to feel and 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 see where the other person is at, and how how we can really make that heart connection. And even if we then serve something that the guest doesn't like yeah. hey I, I hope to to be so quickly connecting with the person sure. that the person can actually say without feeling rude oh maybe could you would you have something else that maybe I could eat <laughs> you know I, I I would not mind that um, but I always would would really want to go to the yeah. heart and and I love that art you know just to connect whether people are educated not educated young or old doesn't matter I think it's such a sport to really connect um, I think next month's theme on emotional intelligence is yeah. so connecting to hospitality yeah. because you know those who are really good at, at extending hospitality probably have a high emotional intelligence simply because you can read people, you can sense, yeah. you can just connect. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Too. yeah. Maybe this is a good spot just to ask you guys, do you have a recent memory or a very significant memory of receiving hospitality or offering hospitality that brought about the kind of connection that Dick is referring to? Like when you just really felt welcomed, you felt like you belonged, you felt included somehow, brought in, um, or you were able to offer that to someone else and it really led to a, a significant time of connection. Mm -hmm. Any memories or stories? Hmm. 
you know, I have a nephew and I always, he always picks me up at the airport. And when I went last year, he came to the airport with a bag of biltong. Now, biltong is South African dried meat that we all love. And because he knows I like it. And it's only a 20 minute drive from his house, uh, or from the airport to his house. And he, he even had it right there. When, when I came out with the trolley, he put that on my trolley and he goes. <laughs> and then when I went home, but this is every time that he will have my favorite South African chocolate will be on my bed. Mm. And I think it's for me, that's just belonging. That's the, I'm coming home. Yes. Here, here is what you need. And it's, it's so special, you mm -hmm. know? Um, yeah. Mm, no. That feeling of being known is <laughs> yeah. very special. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, of our, this summer when Ula and I were camping again in Slovenia. We love that country. And it was mostly um, Slovenian guests on that campground. But they invited, uh, there were two of those that invited us for their birthday parties. Mm. And we were the only like non-Slovenes and they only spoke like ha a bit of English. And we, but it was so special, you know, they yeah. just welcomed us in like we were part of their family. And uh, it was like, you know, it, it was, far from perfect but there was such a, a welcoming heart and we just all loved it yeah even though we were not able to communicate much yeah so it's it's it ends of hey you you belong you're here you're part of us mm. very nice yeah i love that idea of it's, it's kind of easy in you know like a very kind of porous circle so it's really easy to enter in with people yeah. that sounds lovely mm. Mm. I think the times that I'm remembering, um, and there are several of them, are all have to do with family. Um, mm. When I was like a single and being invited into a family's home for dinner or for just a chat in the afternoon. And, you know, most of these times were with families that had multiple children and it was kind of chaotic and it was a little <laughs> bit, you know, intense and the house wasn't perfectly clean and et cetera. But the belonging that was felt for me to just come as I was mm. and to just be there. And, you know, um, because, because the, they were listening so intently. And I think that was to me, the thing that stood out mm. in the chaos you know, their kids were around and their kids would come up and they would listen to their kids and then their kids would run off and they'd come back to me and they'd, you know, intentionally be there present with me and multiple families, multiple different times, um, occasions where that belonging. And then from that comes other things, you know, other relationships, other um, connections. Yeah. Um, th those were the times that really were significant for me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that, Ivy, because that sounds very simple. Yeah. You know, that's not complicated, is it? Mm. It's not um, It's not a big um, outlay, in a sense, um, but it is that heart posture that says, you really matter to me right now, and I'm, mm. I'm going to make myself available to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think for sure, um, I, I now have a one-and-a-half-year-old son myself, and I often feel the need to, when we invite people over, have the house tidy mm -hmm. and make sure he's behaving and et cetera, et cetera. I have remembered those times so much over the last six months as we invite people over because I'm like, that, that, that's not needed for hospitality mm -hmm. to happen. Mm -hmm. It's not needed for connections to be made. Um, and it, 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 yeah, it truly made an impact on me and it's now changing the way that I invite mm. people into my home. And it's so simple, it really is. Yeah. Mm. But it does it does um, change that for sure, yeah. Yeah. Can I just, uh, just this uh, thought coming to me because there's, we love the, the simple expression of hospitality and, and in that sense, the easy, easy in, kind of easy out. And, and yet at the same time, and this is maybe so interesting about this, there can also be more like the more the high context protocol etiquette 
there's also a place for that depending yeah. on of course the setting and sometimes we feel so respected and honored when yeah. that happens you know when they think about everything so uh, i think it's not either or it, mm. there can yeah. be a setting where you are more sensitive to the the etiquette and the protocols and really respecting people there and then there can also be just a low key low threshold really like the more informal um i i think it's 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 just a, a sensing you know what is right for the for which yeah situation. yeah yeah it's good mm-hmm. I, oh go ahead rita no i to me it's also you know listening to one mm-hmm. another listening when people talk i remember as when i was in amsterdam i went to a conference and as we were driving there we had somebody that used to be in Amsterdam and he moved to Germany. And then we stopped to at a gas station and he sprang out and he came back with a packet of, of it's called Kefolde Kuchen in, in Holland. It has kind of like an almond middle, yeah, like it's, it's nice. But he was just saying, oh, I miss this so much. And um, so six months later, he came to my guest room. Mm. And before he came, I ran outside and I bought him some of that. Mm. So good. uh, So I served him tea and I put it out. And he looked at me and he Mm. goes, how do you know this is my my favorite day? Very good. I remember when we were traveling in the van. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think to yeah, me, yeah, yeah. it yeah. really blessed me if somebody does that to me. Yes. And um, noticing. Yeah, mm. the whole sure. thing of generosity. Sometimes we're holding things and we don't have a lot of money and we hold everything so tight. Mm. But if we do open our hands, mm-hmm. I can give us more and, and, and we can give it away because generosity costs us something. It costs us our time, costs us our finances. You know, they yeah. Playing <laughs> down of our personal desires. And mm. that all is woven into hospitality, uh-huh. you know. And we cannot be... A, hospitable if we're not generous you know the word that comes to mind as i'm listening to you rita is the word generative mm. um, and this idea that it, it, in in giving in releasing our time and our yeah. first choices and our space maybe there's something created mm. it's almost like we we have this opportunity to participate with the spirit in creating mm. something mm. of goodness yeah. that is more than than would yeah. have been possible if we'd been kind of like you say holding on yeah. Yeah. um so maybe there's something very generative about hospitality mm. that mm-hmm. we could pay attention to yeah um, i know i want more of that in my community and in in my home you know that kind of the sense of yeah. um there's there's something kind of bubbling up. There's there's more rather than feeling like, oh, there's not enough, you know, actually feeling mm-hmm. like, okay, as I let go of what I have, there's more that is created somehow. Yeah. You know, I cannot tell you the many times I gave away with my one hand and I received from mm-hmm. the back with mm-hmm. the other hand. It's, mm-hmm. we just need to trust the Lord and not hold on to the little yeah. we have. <laughs> Yeah. But as, as people feel loved, you know, in whichever way we approach them, mm-hmm. with, whichever hospitality kind of expression, mm-hmm. as people really feel loved, genuinely loved and generously loved, mm-hmm. something opens up mm-hmm. in their hearts. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe God is longing for these opportunities also yeah. to do his work mm-hmm. in, the, in their life. And mm-hmm. um, because that's the kind of that's who he is, you know. He loves on people with before yeah. they ever deserve it. You know, it, he's generous, and I, and I think, wow, if if you can bring people to a place where they they sense that, wow, you know, I'm expected, I'm loved, I'm yeah. whatever. That is just yeah, opening people's hearts, and and I think also for the gospel, oftentimes, you know, so yeah. mm-hmm. it's not a trick 
trick, of course, to, to get people the gospel, but it's just often it's an opportunity that comes with it. Um, just sharing our life and what is important to us and what is maybe hearing what is important to the other. And yeah. But anyways, it's, it's from the generosity that I think people open up uh, yeah. amazingly. And don't you think this is something that our world so desperately needs? Yeah. You know, it struck me. I don't know. Um, I know Dick was there on Monday for the FutureWise event. I don't know if Ivy and Rita, you managed to catch any of that. But um, so the ELLC was hosting an event that we do about once every um, three, three months, four months. Four months yeah. um, called FutureWise. And on this occasion, we had Roy Searle with us, who was part of founding the Northumbria community. Um, and as I was listening to him and um, thinking with him as he was teaching about, you know, the state of the world, mm. um, the needs of the world, the, the realities mm. that we face in terms of immigration and, you know, post pandemic or perhaps not quite post yet. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it made me wonder, mm. how can we orientate ourselves as why and what what kind of shift are we being invited to by God? Mm. And what part might hospitality play in that, um, mm. in, in this idea of creating spaces where people feel there's an opportunity for connection, there's an opportunity for belonging. And maybe could it be that there's an opportunity here for us to rethink some of the normal ways we do things? I don't mm. know. Yeah. Um, uh, to be honest, I was reminded about an, an, an initiative I learned about years ago from Lauren Singlehurst back in the days. She was one of our I am leaders in England and the initiative he was part of called love your streets and yeah. like being a, like a secret pastor. Yeah. And that sounds like you have a hidden agenda and, mm. and, but you know, but what he was basically wanting to say is, you know, wherever God put you, you know, whether it's in your street or at your, at the gym where you go, okay. just, just commit to this, you know, the well-being of the people you'll be meeting there and okay. see, you know, how God might open their hearts or their whatever, you know, just to connect, be, become their friends and, and love on them unconditionally. And that will that will allow people just to to open their hearts. And, and I think that's what we need more than indeed the programs. Programs are still good. I believe in them. They're more like an attraction kind of model. But we need to be reaching out uh -huh. to the people in our communities. Uh, that means in our towns, in our neighborhoods, uh -huh. in more more of an organic way. You know, mm. make sure we find uh, places to connect with them, to interact with them, and love on them. So I also believe, honestly, that hospitality we take, we carry with us, even in the streets, in the supermarkets. Uh, so it's 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 a whole way of life. And of course, you can have a different expression when it's in your house or in your base or when you're hosting or convening a meeting. But then you have a, a function and a place and that 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 allows for certain things. But we can take this whole heart into the street and, and create a place in, in meetings with people, whether it's very informal short meetings where they feel like, wow, I'm accepted, I'm welcomed, I'm, you know, um, but anyways, I, I think uh, that's what uh, what um, what we were challenged with in this uh, presentation on, on yeah. Monday. But I think we, as YM, YM, we need to speak more about it from the front. Yeah. I need, we need to be more teaching on it. I I was in London um, speaking to the staff there, and they connected me on Zoom with Sweden and Nottingham, and and but there was uh, I just talked about hospitality and encouragement, and the, the German guy that took us to the train station that night, he said to me, Rita, your message is so clear. Mm. We always hear about evangelism or intercession mm. or this, but we never hear how to take care of people. Mm. And wow. he said it's the first time I hear about this. Wow. And in, at the end of my seminars last week, um, there was somebody that was really moved through the whole time. And, um, and then in the feedback time, she does leadership training as well with her husband. And she said, Rita, I have never heard this before. Yeah. So I think 
YWAM, we need to speak more about hospitality, mm. the meaning of hospitality. Mm. Why is it a foundational stone for mm. us? How can we create um, the atmosphere? I know when I joined YWAM in oh, 43 years ago, 42 years ago, at our base in Hammond's Kral, we always had a hostess on duty and even on weekends it's not your full-time job but you host this over the weekend and whoever comes in get called and you pour your juice and you come with your cookies and it doesn't matter who it was and I think we've we've lost that a little bit you know to come out with the beer in a piece of bread yeah. like Carl was saying mm, yeah, yeah, yeah you know and um and, and I just long for that to have mm -hmm. to have it back where we can, yeah. yeah. And I think it's everywhere because mm -hmm. I'm a bit miss hospitality. I hear all the negative things from everyone. <laughs> so, but we are getting there slowly <laughs> but surely. <laughs> well, I wonder, as listening to you talk, I wonder if there's a couple of things happening. And one could be um, that we you know, the thing about our foundational values is they're, they're pretty basic, you know. Yes. So I think maybe sometimes we assume that we all kind of get it, mm. you know. And, yeah. and maybe, you know, as, as generations change and as why when we kind of get older. <laughs> um, yeah, perhaps we would do well not to assume that we all think yeah. of something like hospitality in the same way mm -hmm. yeah. and the other thing I wonder what you guys would say about the the fact that we make hospitality into a certain person's job mm -hmm. um, and I think what I'm hearing here and that's sometimes necessary right we need help in certain sure. ways but mm -hmm. but what I'm hearing from all of us today is that hospitality is this kind of posture of heart and so how could we be um, encouraging that amongst all of us, um, you know, mm -hmm. that, that I get regular reminders, for example, of the ways in which I can be hospitable towards others. And that's part of how we mm -hmm. function, part of how we interact. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, Ivy, if you have, yeah, okay. oh, Dick has no, something. You, well, I so, yeah, so believe exactly what you're saying, that it should not be a department, even though some people might be assigned, you know, to do some practical tasks yeah. but you know I think as a as a, when I think of YWAM you know the more we compartmentalize on the base and sometimes that's mm. just the way it, it it works in larger bases mm -hmm. the less or the more we lose the being one and one team mm. the more we lose potentially this culture of hospitality mm -hmm. because if you all have the sense of one team one kind of shared you know um then it's much easier also to receive people, you mm -hmm. know, as one. Whether it's the gardener who's the first one, maybe close to the street when people come, I mean, he will be the host, you know, if he's the yeah. first person the, the visitor will ask a question to, the way he responds or she will matter big time. Mm -hmm. And if there's a sense of one and there's a culture of hospitality, mm. I think it even comes down to, practical signing towards your properties or on the property mm -hmm. but if people come through the front door what does it look like are your properties well kept there's so many things they're more the institutional kind of side of things yeah. that we also should really keep in mind what is our answer phone message you know yeah. all these things need to be considered are we quick at responding to emails and so it's a culture we need to yeah. cultivate and there's a personal level of hospitality but there's a corporate as well that mm -hmm. and that needs teaching that needs yeah mm -hmm. yeah um, be cultivated mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah that's yeah absolutely no i I've, I've definitely been struck by that whole idea of when hospitality is a named role uh, it's a it's a way out for other people right it's a oh no it's their job it's their you know it's their responsibility and it's just not how how we're called to operate on a campus it's not how we're called to you know to be together and so and the dip and also i think i completely um completely agree with what dick's saying about the fact that there are so many different 
aspects to hospitality, right? Like the, the grounds are a part mm -hmm. of it, but that has to be included. And it has to be thought of yeah. um, down to, you know, yeah, of course the welcome basket is important, but there are, there are five steps before the welcome basket. <laughs> five things that they see before that and, mm. and, in, and involving those people into the fact that it's hospitality. Mm. When we get a role that excludes them mm. from able to, to be sometimes able to actually see their role as being hospitable. Okay. I that I, it can do, not always, but it can do. It can exclude that and instead involving in the process. Okay. Um, yeah, for sure. So how, um, how radical do you think we are being invited to be when it comes to our contemporary response to the needs of the people around us as we are, you know, 2021, going into 2022? Like, um, I'm wondering, for example, whether we are being invited to being kind of radically committed to taking hospitality outside of our communities mm -hmm. or whether we're being radically invited to um, away from big bases to smaller mm -hmm. communities or mm -hmm. radically committed um, invited to you know rather less programs and more more kind of relational connection community can I don't, I don't know like what might uh, a, a more kind of you know YWAM's kind of called to be a little bit radical, mm. wouldn't you guys say? You've, you've been in Warren for a long time. Would you say we're called to be radical? What would that look like in this context? <laughs> Any um, thoughts? I, I think that's a question that we should be wrestling with. I don't have the answer straight away. Um, yeah. Could think of some things and um, we probably all could, but I, I think this honestly is a bigger question we need to be wrestling with. Yeah. Because I mean, so many, so many of our locations are around a, a center and a community, which is not always uh, in, um, interacting much with uh, the wider uh, community or town or village or city. Mm. So how can we become less of a self-sustained kind of uh, island and then really be more uh, interacting? Uh, that of, of course needs that that needs a change of of. Uh, of mentality and culture yeah. as well. I think COVID has helped many locations yeah. who would traditionally be more focused on training and put out all their um, resources and, and, and uh, you know, people into training. They, because they had to cancel their training, they, they were able to do more local outreach. So I think that's already a good thing. So I know for sure in many of our locations in, in Europe, this has been uh, an opportunity and some of it will be continued um, but I think there's a lot more we can do um, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to hear of Rita or Evie any, any thoughts no the thought that just came to me is um, how your leadership team is is how the base will be mm -hmm. because it begins um, in a certain way at the top if, mm -hmm. if I think of my, my leadership teams over the years, the many years, and, and the people I worked under, you know, it, it's Ian Meir and Justine Meir, what was amazing with the hospitality, and they brought everyone in. Uh, Steve and Marie Good are amazing in hospitality. Floyd mm -hmm. and Sally McClung, mm -hmm. Jeff Romkeer, Lynn and Marty. Um, and and I think it's important that it also begins with them and how, what, what, what is filtering through to the rest of the base. Mm -hmm. And um, because if they're not hospitable, um, yeah, it's kind of hard. Then we, we focus mm -hmm. on work and we focus just uh, mm -hmm. focus, but mm. um and it's the same in our DTSs, you know, how our DTS staff is, that's where the entry point into YWAM. Mm. And if, if they're not hospitable, the people mm -hmm. coming on staff, it's, that's, that's the model that they get, that's the example yeah. that they have. And um, 
so it for me it, it is a little bit of mm. you know again what is coming from the front what is the uh -huh. example we see uh -huh. um my hospitality honestly came a lot from I mean, I have the gift of hospitality, but it was from the leaders that spoke into my life, the leaders that led out in hospitality, mm. that, yeah. that were generous. Um, and yeah, I, but it, I think, but it's also for the individual, just something I did this morning. I was here prepping for this and all of a sudden I just thought, Oh, I'm going to ask Sandra that's in the preschool, that's not a woman preschool, if she wants coffee and, a, and something from the cafe. Uh -huh. She was over the moon because mm. she was hungry. Uh -huh. It didn't cut, cost me a few uh -huh. pennies and I took it over to her. Uh -huh. It's not a woman. So how do we hear the Lord? How do we... Yeah listen you know you go shopping yes <laughs> it's such it's such a big thing and it should just be the lifestyle because the golden thread i have a little golden <laughs> here that i give at everyone at every school i'm speaking <laughs> it goes from me <laughs> from YWAM, you know here <laughs> in open and downtown the rest of the uk <laughs> over to europe and it touches everyone and we just need to realize it's not a big threat it's a tiny tiny threat mm -hmm. and but it's because yeah. we never know what we invest in other people mm -hmm. and again it's giving with no hope of return mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It makes me think you know more is caught than is taught you know that mm -hmm. we catch what is part of our yeah. culture don't we what's yeah. being done by others in our culture yeah. and yeah. and those things which are beautiful and good and generative are attractive aren't they so it mm. makes us of course I want to be more mm. like Rita of course I want to be more like Dick because mm. their their lives are are yeah. creating this picture of goodness that makes mm. me want to to do something similar so I yeah. hear you Rita when you talk about the the kind of cultural yeah. element Mm. yeah dick and it's at at uh, maybe a completely different uh, expression of of uh, ways to move in hospitality as ywam that's more at the maybe the leadership level mm. i mean god has also positioned as well as ywam to convene you know mm -hmm. uh, to convene the body of christ because we are international interdenominational and whatnot mm -hmm. so and, and that honestly i believe if if we have a more of an eye open to what God is already doing or beginning to do in our communities, in our nation, and that we we start to bring people together, you know, and of course, in that sense, extend, of course, hospitality generously, convene meetings, lead meetings, host meetings in, in, in such a heart and spirit that it is not about YWAM, but it is yeah, about yeah. the kingdom, yeah. it is about... I believe that is another way we should be able mm. to move a lot more to really bless our nations and to bless our cities mm -hmm. by convening um, as leaders yeah. and then move in this whole spirit of hospitality mm -hmm. uh, without, again, without needing to have our label on it, but yes. really serving and facilitating, being maybe a bit of a gatekeeper and all of that, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I, so I, I think there's, we just got, God has called us to be, convening and converging also in the body of Christ. And I think there's a role there we need to relearn maybe in mm. this season. Mm. Anything to add there, Ivy? No, such good thoughts. I don't think I have anything <laughs> to add. Uh, there's a lot to think about. Um, yeah, there is. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lot to think about. I think the radical, you know, the radical aspect of, of what these two are sharing is quite huge. The knock-on effects, right? The implications are just massive. And as we learn what this looks like as a lifestyle and teach it and model it and build the culture around it, it, it can yeah. lead incredible things. Yeah. yeah. And could this be part of how the kingdom comes? Yeah. You know, I love, I love thinking about how, how the kingdom of God is coming because it always makes me think, 
most of the time the kingdom is coming in really little ways, mm. you know, ways that you'd easily overlook. You know, when, when Rita goes around to Sandra and takes her a coffee and something to eat, that's the kingdom coming. Mm. And when, you know, one of us makes space in our home for somebody who was recently a stranger, that's the kingdom coming. And when, yeah. you know, you hear of YWAMers who are volunteering in um, uh, vaccination centres, for example, or testing centres, rather, for COVID. Yeah. Um, and the way in which they are with people, mm-hmm. cre- ha- creating a place of safety for people mm. who are anxious mm. you know that's that's the kingdom coming mm. but it's, it's small yeah. and it's easy to overlook so and it's I don't know, little things isn't it it's yeah little things mm. it's the little things yeah so as we close i was really drawn to um a quote that reet included in her article which as dick said earlier was about i think it was dick that mentioned it it was about entertaining angels mm. um and she you, she included this quote or maybe it was what she wrote. I think it was what she wrote. Anyway, you'll see it when you go and read it. Um, Hospitality is about being present to others and attentive to their needs. It's listening to them and silencing our own thoughts and inside voices. We give our full attention to the person and are prayerfully looking for ways to encourage, Mm. validate and bless Mm. every person we meet on our journey. Mm -hmm. And I was very touched by that. And it made me think, gosh, yeah. To live that way requires me to, um, to, I need to have certain spiritual practices that are part of my own life. Right. Because for me to be available to some, you know, I'm looking for ways to encourage, validate and bless mm. the people that I come across today. Um, you know, I, I need to be free from, mm. you know, all of my own junk in order to live that way, right? Um, and I don't know, that sounds like, a pretty radical invitation too. Mm. Um, yeah. 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 Maybe that's enough of a statement. Go ahead. <laughs> Go, Rita. Sorry. Say that again, Rita. Sorry, I, didn't hear. I think again it costs us something. Mm. It, it costs us our time. It costs us to, to step out of our own insecurity. Uh, mm. because sometimes we hold back because we're so insecure or mm. I don't know this person. I you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, again, it comes back to generosity mm-hmm. in right. listening. You know, we need to be generous in listening. Yes. Generous in our speaking and whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still enough on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we can hear when, when the Spirit speaks something to us. Mm. Of, of those three words uh, like encourage validate and bless the word somehow validate comes uh, comes to me very strongly and and i think that's that's such a deep long a deep longing for people to be seen and known mm-hmm. for who they are and i think that that's where the word validation comes in to say hey you're you're okay you're loved and and there's there's whether you do something or don't do something you are yeah. precious Mm-hmm. And just to validate, you know, and, and, and identify uh, with the other person, uh-huh. um, I think is beautiful. And, 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 and of course, then the encouragement and, and the, the blessing, of course, that, that will only add to that. But I think uh-huh. if we can validate people around us, uh-huh. wow. And I think it just, it needs to become a lifestyle because if we don't do it, it's kind of difficult to pull it out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Same with hospitality and encouragement, you know, mm-hmm. um, because it can come to a point. I'm not talking about sweet talk, and but I'm talking about mm-hmm. genuine, genuine encouragement mm-hmm. and blessing people. Um, but the, the easier practice makes perfect and the easier... Yeah. You know, the more we do it, the easier it comes, and uh, and we, we overcome the fear of man, and mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, we do need to practice, don't we? We need yes. to practice. That's so good. I love that. Build I think, momentum. I think some of these thoughts are coming back to what we talked about at the beginning as well. With the heart, it comes mm-hmm. back to you know where, yeah. where's our own heart at? Are we, yeah. you know, where are we at? Um, mm-hmm. Are we in a place to be able to? 
validate others if we're in a terrible position. I don't know. It's just, it's, it comes all the way back to the beginning. And I think mm. that yeah. practice statement is also just really key for me. You know, yeah. practice makes perfect. This is a practice that we got to, you know, some people have the gift and it comes naturally, but <laughs> there's <laughs> practice. That's practice too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Good. we've come to the end of our time. Thank you all so much for mm. all the, the unique things that you've contributed um, mm. that has made this a very rich conversation. Mm. I wish we could have been sitting together um, around a table with a cup of tea. Mm. Emma's on the call and she, she wishes that too. Um, which does lead us to a question that we haven't even touched on, which is how can we show hospitality online or when we're you know at a distance from each other mm. is that is that something that we're being called to in this season mm. um well maybe for my own small response to that challenge um i could encourage validate and bless each one of you thank, thank you. you rita for for joining us for making time and sharing from your rich mm. experiences and and from your example we really appreciate you Thank you, Ivy, for making time in your busy mom life to, to be with us and, and to share from your experiences um, and to, to, to stir us up to increasingly practicing this gift mm -hmm. of hospitality. And Dick, thank you so much for your perspective on leadership as an opportunity to be hospitable, to be mm -hmm. good hosts. Um, and may the Lord bless each one of you as you continue to make space for others and invite people to belong mm. in all the ways that you do where you are. So Thank bless you. you. Thank you to everyone who, who's Emma. joined us. Um, mm. I think mostly Emma joined us live. And for those of you who are watching this as a recording, um, thank you for joining us and bless each one of you in the ways that you you are expressing hospitality in the places where you live and work and do life uh, the next opportunity to connect with the ELLC will be next week um, with the roundup which is an opportunity just to um, to get a little bit of a sense of all the different resources that were on the website around our theme for the month so be sure to check that one out and as Dick mentioned our theme for next month is emotional intelligence mm. so look out for nice. that one so good okay <laughs> thank, thank you Miranda. thank you so much Miranda you are very welcome I'm guessing that the recording is stopping <laughs>